Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from their episode of the ABJ podcast, episode 55, with whose house? Ed's house. I'll bring him in in one moment here, but first I want to read some sponsorships, tell you guys some stuff of housekeeping, and we got to make it quick because Ed House is on location somewhere, and he probably has about 45 minutes of daylight left, so we got to get this done quick. But uh, guys, it has finally happened. A whole store ded fully dedicated to vintage wrestling they said it could never be done but i have seen it with my own eyes suplex vintage wrestling is a store curated by uh, by wrestling fans for wrestling fans located on fifth street in philadelphia pennsylvania just one block south of south street in the heart of queen village their shop is the largest selection of vintage wrestling apparel under one roof their selection includes classic designs featuring your favorite wrestlers from the golden age attitude era internationals indies and more and if you're tired of watching paper uh, live pay-per-views or uh, live premium events i'm saying pay-per-views fuck WWE. at home then svw hosts the best i just said fuck during an ad read i love that what has they'll, they'll like it too <laughs> they have the best watch parties in their store since your buddy kyle's 12th birthday party so make sure you go down and check those out and if shirts and watch parties aren't your thing they have the greatest selection of figures replica belts trading cards and their t-shirts and hats are, are, are and rare wrestling memorabilia are is all there uh and they have something for every wrestling enthusiast out there so what are you waiting for check them out at suplex.svw on instagram or at suplex svw Dot com that's svw check out the hat look at that thing wolfpack baby uh and and let them satisfy your nostalgic wrestling needs so def definitely go check them out in the heart of philadelphia they they are an awesome shop they do a lot of cool meet and greets and signings as well please go support them but also links below for all things abj um your boy's hurting right now not working cars broke china scrap here so t-shirts there's Tons of logos, logos by Hunter hooked me up, Kai hooked me up, Haley Stokes, Chris Collins all made a great logos for me. So if you could support and grab those logos, you can. If you're listening on the audio side of things on Spotify, there is a tab that says you can support this podcast. And it's like a monthly donation thing that'll come right out. It's like you could do like a dollar, two dollars. I don't know. It's super low. Um, but if each episode gets 15 plays and everyone does a dollar, that helps me out. But um, there's also Patreons and all that great stuff. So if you want to support the podcast, now is the best time than ever because your boy can help need the help. Uh, also, you can check out the Discord in our link. Uh, always come in and hang out. Great thing going on in the Discord. But uh, that's all I got. Housekeeping out of the way. Let's get episode 55 done. Like I said, we got like 30 minutes now a daylight because I talk too much. But let's bring in the one, the only. I'm going to be honest. There's not a lot of times in the wrestling industry when when someone retires, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm bummed by that. Like I, like, I don't want that to be a thing. And this guy did the retirement thing, and then he came back. But the night he retired, ABJ shed a little tear because I didn't want Ed House to go anywhere because this guy, this guy's special, and I love this guy to death, and I can't wait to talk to him. And I, I, I we have a we have a bet going on in the Discord over under on how many times the word cock is said. So uh, we're gonna have fun here. Let's get it done. Ed House and the Ed House in the house. Oh shit, cock. Um, <laughs> go on, man. One. What's going on? Hopefully, the uh, over under is bigger, better than one. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it done. Uh, here, I, I actually have my uh, my cockasaurus. That's fantastic. Yeah, I got that at an oddities con. Me and Alex Watts seen them. His is much bigger. Uh, well, you know, mine. that happens when you're, yeah, you get older, things shrink and they stop working yeah. as well. And it's rough, it's a rough it day. It happens to us all. Uh, all about wrestling podcasts are in the chat. I, uh, all, all day wrestling podcasts. I know things have been tough for you. Uh, you're a dope dude. Hope things turn around for the better. I appreciate that. Thank you for hanging out in the chat. Make sure you hit the likes and subscribes and all that great stuff. But Ed House, man, how have you been? 
I am doing pretty well. I've been all over today. It's been a little bit of a holy cow. Serrano will need a rocket up his ass. You better run, boy. Better run, boy. I want my kids' <laughs> baseball has, game. At a, at a baseball they're, they're, not, they're not doing real great, but they're having a blast. Um, <laughs> I, I've been good, man. I've been really good. I've been all over today. I, I, I got a passport. I shaved my mustache because my fiance would kill me if uh, I didn't get this passport in time because I had a mustache. And they're like, well, you can't have facial hair in the picture and you can't have glasses and you can't do this and you can't do that. Did uh, you so make a I, funny I, face? Yeah, I avoided all that. I just shaved the damn thing off and cleaned up my sideburns a little bit. I'm not as white trashy or uh, disgusting anymore. Just on the inside, not so much on yeah. the outside. Um, <laughs> but I've been all over since like noon, dude. Like this is the first chance I've got to like sit and chill for a minute. Um, but o- overall, dude, I, I can't, I can't complain. I feel good. Um, <laughs> I look good. <laughs> um, but uh, all is all is pretty well. I love that for you. Um, like I said, you've been. How many years have you been in this business? How long have you been kicking kicking the tires here? Uh, 17, 17 years. Wow. My, and, my and, official training start was on tax day. Um, tax day in, I don't know, whatever 17 minus 23 is. I studied art specifically so I wouldn't have to do math. And then I really fell in love with geometry. And I realized that all that is is math. Um, so I really shot myself on the foot. I should have paid attention in school better. <laughs> uh, well, actually, one of the things I was going to bring up, there's a lot of people that I've talked to uh, who who are in the business or have attempted at some point to be in the business who are locally who've said you were a big part of their training at one point in time. Like when they were in training, you were the guy, one of the guys there. Uh, and we'll actually in the chat right now, Ryan Vox said, uh, Ed That probably explains why they're all out of the business now, too. Yeah. <laughs> um i've never been afraid of anyone in the ring uh, uh oh I, I ed helped train me and that's why i've never been afraid of anyone in the ring you know what i mean Aww. um so there you go but when when did you catch this wrestling bug when was the first mem- early memory of you seeing professional wrestling consuming professional wrestling uh and you're gonna be probably the first guest i've had in a while whose answer is not gonna be cm punk's pipe bomb or of a video game like so many of the younger generations like i didn't know wrestling was a thing and then i went to my buddy's house and we played we played ps3 and i was like wrestling's a thing i'm like oh my god i'm so old <laughs> yeah, that, that makes my knees hurt um, <laughs> I kind of have two. I have these really early memories of being in my Aunt Sharon's house in New Jersey. And she had this glass kind of room, called it the glass room, this glass kind of Florida room uh, where her now deck is. And I have very vivid memories of The Undertaker and Brother Love being absolutely in love with The Undertaker and terrified of Brother Love. That big red face was going, I love you. And I just, I'd run for the hills, dude. <laughs> maybe i don't know what we're, we're talking early 90s so i was probably six seven we fast forward a couple years late 90s and i'm hanging out with my buddy trav steinley and we're hanging out playing with action figures and trav had a terrible stutter back in the day so you'd be like what time is it and these kids are hitting dingers nice catch way to go too bad there's no hot dogs in this game um, we're sitting around, we're, we're playing with toys and he's like, Oh, what time is it? I'm like, oh, it's like nine 30. He's like, Oh dude, we, we, we gotta watch wrestling. We gotta go up just watch wrestling. Like, we just spent like four days setting up all these toys. We better kick some ass down here. So we go, we watch wrestling and it's Ken Shamrock and X-Pac. Two of the, like, nobody should have this memory. Right. And... <laughs> 
and they're and what's like what's strange is I told I like I met X Pac at a show and I told him this story and he laughed at me. Um, and he, like it was cool, but he was like, "Oh, that's crazy, man." But it's him and 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 Shamrock and Shamrock's got the ankle lock on X Pac. And if you're looking at the hard cam, like where you'd watch your TV, they're in the upper left hand upper left hand side of the screen and the camera like pans back and like like it widens out unusually because there's some commotion in the upper and it's this dude come running down leather jacket blue jeans sunglasses like inside in the dark which i didn't understand that's a wrestling thing um leather jacket long blonde hair hops the guardrail jumps into the ring and rapes ken shamrock right in the face just paintbrushes him uh, and it was like Triple H coming back from one of his like 19 knee operations. And I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And like right there, I was hooked. Um, and that was like, it was just before all those guys hit, like just before like Triple H became big, just before Austin had his moment, just before Rock came in. Like they were all, they, they were all kind of there, but they were, they were all like, yes. Like, it hasn't yeah, blown up yeah. for them yet. Yeah, they like they were just about to, and like I got really lucky because all my buddies were were wrestling fans, and then we had wrestling like in town, so we'd go to some shows locally at the Field House, and like Ooh La La would be there, like plug in your shirt, and uh, like the dude's a national treasure, you know, like he's Mike, so good. He's such a he's such a good dude. And he's so, he's so good and he's so underrated because like he's old, like he's old and he's got that eye and everybody just writes him off. But the dude, Bro, have you like, heard the podcast with him and Tommy Vex? No, I don't, I don't listen to anything Tommy Vex is in. Um, that's a lot. It's actually I, really I'm good. Totally you don't expect to Tommy. Tommy yeah. You don't expect Tommy and ulala to be serious for any moment at time and yeah. they do this podcast and tommy does a really good job because tommy, tommy shoot idolizes like loves him like like oh, yeah. legit is his favorite wrestler like wanted to work him for years he finally got to do it they talk about the match like but then like mr Allah goes through the whole story of how he messed up his eye like all of it like he got he got all that out of mr wallah with the story so please go ch- search on the high tension wrestling network tommy talks okay. tape on their youtube channel dude tommy yeah, has a great out. interview with mr ulala yeah i'll check that out but we were like like and then like from there we were i was always are you covering that. your speaker your your microphone oh, speaker I might be. is it better now yes much yes. better okay and like ever since then i've, I've always kind of had it on it's always kind of been like in the background um we did the whole like backyard we'd wrestle in my buddy's garage and break light tubes over our back and shit <laughs> we got to wrestle in our talent show and then somewhere in like 10th grade uh i was in spanish one for the second time um there was some sort of like <laughs> scheduling conflict and i go to my teacher i'm like hey like, like mr noble like i've already done this he goes just take the a kid all right so yeah. we're sitting there and the kid in front of me is like hey like if you're a big wrestling fan you got to meet my buddy brock his dad's a wrestler. I was like, yeah, I do need to meet this kid, Brock, and he needs to be my new best friend. And then it turns out we have the same birthday. Uh, his stepdad, Troy Mass, ended up training me. And we did all this in like 10th grade. So at that time, they were charging like a ridiculous amount of money, right? The economy was good. They could get students. It was no big deal. It was no big deal. <laughs> um, and then I'm in college. We fast forward maybe five years. I'm a 
second semester freshman, 2005, uh, four to five. Yeah. Second, second semester freshman. We're in the, uh, we're in the, we're in like the, the beginning end of winter, end of winter, like February, March. And one of the assignments for my photography class, cause I went to Kutztown for a fine art um, degree. So they want you to be a well-rounded student. So they make you take all this shit that you, you have no interest in. And one of them was photography and it was the old school black and white silver photography in the dark room, pitch black. None of that movie shit where you, Oh, it's a red light and you can see everything. No, you got to look at the room with the lights on and memorize your steps and all that shit kill the lights otherwise your film gets destroyed so we're doing that and the, the professor goes you know if you guys shoot something metallic it'll look really good because silver is used in the you know in the uh the photograph and i thought everybody's gonna want to shoot the gym fucking weight room um park benches like all that stupid cliche shit and i want to get as far away from that as possible so i knew right right down the road they had that wrestling school and i thought ah worst case scenario he tells me to go fuck myself and spade to spade and that's it and i go shoot park benches and the, the the weight room right yeah so we go we start talking one thing leads to another and he's like oh well we're training guys for uh you know this much an hour i've got that in my wallet let's start talking he's like nah, 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 nah. So, <laughs> go uh make make sure it's okay with everybody at home first and who, 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 who we impersonate right now troy mast yeah, <laughs> that's why I wanted to I'd, I'd bring that attention. <laughs> he's always he's always got the cough. He's got like the Troy Mest cough, mm-hmm. and uh, so we get to talking, and then that was it. It was tax day, and you know, three months later, we were in the Pheasant Land Roller Dome having a match. I was wearing all kinds of ridiculous fishnets and purple and gold and makeup and all kinds of shit. Oh, boy, run, boy, for Effie. Oh, dude, it was insane. I was wearing the most crazy shit. And uh, and I, I had no idea what I wanted to do, right? Line box but, spot on Troy. Oh, oh, yeah, it was. It was. It's it was a <laughs> it's it's one of the best impressions I do. Um, <laughs> next to Zach Rain, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um there's so you know, we're there, we're doing the show. It's like nine hundred degrees in this building. The main event goes out, they do a twenty minute promo. And it's the guy, heel slides in the ring, babyface, uh, challenger, choke slams him, covers him one, two, three. The promoter was furious. Like, there were six people there. My father, my brother were two. A good friend of mine who I was trying to bang at the time was three. <laughs> Her boyfriend was four. Um, and then five and six was the referee's wife and their adopted kid or somebody, some, somehow, way, shape, relation, their daughter kind of yeah. thing and that was it that's who was in the crowd and and like the promoter got all pissed off and i thought like my buddy's gonna kill this guy and we were all like pretty close like that was like home base so to speak um but that's kind of how it all started um it was kind who it, it was me oh god who was in this match it was an abortion uh <laughs> and not like a good one that saves a life like a yeah this is somebody's fourth abortion. They're using it as, as you know, birth control. Like it was not, not well done. It was done in an alley. Um, like dirty dancing. Yeah. 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 But like sweatier, you know? Yeah. Um, it was myself. And I want to say, 
Tony Reyes. No, I lied. It was Tony Reyes and Tom Ugly, who I believe has since passed away. JoJo, the the circus clown, old tag partner Chio, and somebody else. Virus and maybe it was it was Virus who was the promoter under a hood. Um, and I'll say that because fuck them. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> good gold dust callback i like that yeah and then and then like, <laughs> it was a six-man tag it was terrible and uh like yeah you know we, we might just chop judges like we might just chop the shit out of you it's your first match what's a chop and i found out real quick yeah. um but yeah that was that was it um a little bit of a long answer but i like to yeah no, i love i love that that was great this is um, why I was excited because you just <laughs> you you have the gift of gap. Yeah, like you you are you insanely are. just entertaining at all. There's there's a handful of people in our local spot that I would if I was booking a company I would well, you're like there you you these are the, my first five draft picks because they could be your world champions, but also you're all good people to have backstage. You're all extremely creative and you can all talk and you're just funny. You're funny people. It'd be you. Trajan Horn, AJ Evers, Tommy Vex, and and the fifth would probably be like Header because he's like he's like he could Header's just a utility player. He could literally do anything. But yeah, the other like yeah, but you like you he's, he's, you he's Trajan AJ and Tommy, like I I I fucking can't keep anything serious when I'm around any of you because you're just you're like always on always like Trajan Chubby Daddy is such a good dude, man. He. He went out of his way to hang out with my kid at a show when I was working. Um, and I brought the kid and it was just the kid and I. And like he really went out of his way to make sure my kid was in a good spot. I will forever love that dude. He's the man. Yeah. And he makes like custom action figures. Mm-hmm. How fucking cool. How cool I, is that? I, I need him back so bad. Ah, he's taking a little so break. Cool. But yeah, he's such a good dude. Um, yeah. So when when did the Ed House character or persona like when did it come out? When did you go from Rocky Maya Via to The Rock or like Ed to Ed House? Like, when did this transition happen where like that your guard went down? Like, you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to be unapologetically me and I'm just going for it. Uh, I've kind of, I've kind of fallen into, um, not like never really having a gimmick. So I, I would try to fulfill different roles at different companies, right? South Jersey, I would be a ravishing baby face. Just, I'll find anyone, anywhere, anytime. And I'm just so happy to be here. Um, but in Philly, I would be like a real pussy flamboyant heel. Um, and you're, you're t- like people who don't have never seen you if they're watching or have never consumed your matches because they're not from the area to listen to the podcast. You're a tall dude. Like you're, you're very imposing. So the yeah, fact that you're playing like, yeah, and you're playing this like <laughs> pussy baby face, like, oh, get beat up. Don't beat me up. Like that's hilarious. Yeah, which is tough because like I really enjoy and it took me a long time to realize how to work as a baby face. And I really got, I really enjoy kind of fighting from underneath and, and like, working the comeback and then my buddy's young like brother you're you're too big to be taking all those bumps brother don't 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 do any of that you watch some stan watch how stan hansen bumps and then when he actually takes a real bump that, that's what you got to do like that's why like lazlo now is like this like oh bubba bubba you took too many bumps bubba too many bumps yeah well i'm taking the fucking heat brother what do you want me to do you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm you know, taking I'm taking the shine. You know, what do you want me to do? Um what I heard you know in NXT you know who they make the bigger guys study to learn how to bump 
like bigger, taller guy, like bigger guys. Scott Hall. No. Really? Yep. Yeah, that checks out. I joke. I joke with guys now that I'm just going to Undertaker bump them. I'm not really going to bump. I'm just going to take a shot and then walk around the ring and make people chase me. Um, Cause he would do that and uh, he'd blow guys up. But then, you know, I realized, well, if I have to do that, like I'm going to get blown up. So maybe I'll pump the brakes and stay in my fucking lane for a little bit. I don't know how you don't get blown up because you're, as soon as you hit the curtain, you're screaming, you're a thousand miles a minute. And then you go in there, like you said, you, you work from the bottom. So you're just getting like, you're fighting out. Like you, you, I don't, yeah, you're all, you're, you're an animal. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a workout. That's for sure. Um, but I, I would try to do different things for different people. So I always kind of had a job. Um, and then I, I mean, I really hit a stride, I think in Lewistown, I was working for your Rob Noxious and CCW got <sighs> here, bug. Um, in like Marysville, Harrisburg area, he do a little bit of work in Lebanon, black Friday. And I really kind of fell into a niche of like, like angry, um, angry heel, almost like white Mark Henry hall of like hall of, uh, of, of pain, Mark Henry. Um, but having like zero, zero reason to be that, like, I'm, it's like, I haven't been wrestling for like 20 years and mm. not been given an opportunity and having things taken from me. There's like no reason for me to be this angry yet. I am. Um, but I was also kind of fighting from underneath because I was working in that company with a bunch of guys who were already established, you know, like they're around Mount Rushmore of guys I was kind of working with and, and chipping away at and blowing through. So I really got to hit a stride there. And then when we started in Lewistown, Dylan Frymer, uh, big Dylan Frymer, Dylan page, uh, the bulldog, James Dylan, he goes by many names, many names. Um, some even refer to him as Bubba bear. And that could just be me. Um, but he was like, Hey, you know, I, I like, this is what we want to do. We have this hometown guy and you know, we like, we want to, we want to like make him the guy. Um, but we need, like, we need a champion. And it's right now it's like our buddy cremator, almost real named him. He would have beat the shit out of me. Um, by Bruce I that's why I don't learn anyone's shoot names. <laughs> so we did, we did a bunch of matches with, with cremator. Um, and I was like, all right, like this is, this is really good. Like, and like people love him. Like the, the Michael Myers transformers gimmick, like, like people love it. And I'm like, well, this is so easy. I really don't have to do anything. And then they brought the hometown kid in and it was like that match. I was like, okay, like this is, this is like, this is who at houses. Um, mm-hmm. and it turned out that, yeah, it's, it's like, it's the guy I want to be at work. Um, like at the time I was a supervisor for Bridgestone. Um, I was just dealing with some of the dumbest fucking people, you know, and and it was, it was no fault of the companies. It was no fault of, of, you know, what we were doing. It was, it was just, you know, the, the local talent that we had just, you know, guys who had done one thing like forever and then shit got shut down and they all needed somewhere else to go. So it was guys who had been doing one gig for like 10, 15 years and it's like, oh, well, this is how we did it back then. Yeah, that's good. But that was two jobs ago, brother. Like, this isn't how we do things. So some of that was frustrating. And I was I was really new to being a supervisor and managing people and, and figuring out how to have those conversations with folks. So it was like, that was the guy I wished I could be at work. Um, and now, like as a baby face, I realized, oh, I'll just turn that around. 
And like Ed House can be the guy who I just wish I was, period. You know, <laughs> fun to be around, enjoyable, uh, a good time, not yeah. miserable, not you are, you are essentially bag. We uh we said on the Tornado Tag podcast back in the day that uh you are essentially um like you're Shazam. You're you're literally I mean obviously yeah. you, just, you look like Shazam, but you are a you're a big huge superhero looking dude at your at your size and your height but you have the mentality of a teenager yeah i'm a child <laughs> yeah you're you're a man child like but you're like everybody wants to hang out with you like you're you're you but you're like right on the cusp between pg-13 rated r like you're right oh, there. I, I think i'm between r and nc-17 or <laughs> nc-17 and x yeah uh, um one of my favorite what social photos. media you subscribe to me on yeah, I one of my favorite at house photos is with you and this fan, and she's getting a photo with you, and she has a very low cut shirt on, and the whole photo you're just like this. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're not even looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah, and the best part was I think her husband took the photo. Her photo fo- totally took the photo. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I think I remember the couple. I think we did that at AXW or or Outbreak. I don't think it was AXW. It was in the field house. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was definitely them. Um, you come out. I remember when you got your first new gear, and I remember you saying, "Like, brother, where do you see my new gear? Where do you see it? You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it." Because that was our bonding. It's just being men, men child. Uh, yeah. And you come out in your Ed Hub gear, which yes. Use your imagination, uh, Corn Hub. I don't know what you can say on the internet these days, <laughs> and, but the the uh, let's just say a splatter, uh, Nickelodeon white splatter, uh, predominantly on the butt <laughs> that is the nickelode i i'm i enjoy the nickelodeon reference yeah it's very much slime after you reach the top of the aggro crag yeah <laughs> absolutely uh seeing ed house in person with an axe last weekend scary as fuck he's a big dude <laughs> who said that I, I must have missed that one uh wrestling all uh, re- uh wrestling all day podcast said that oh yeah that was that was so yeah i was i was very politely asked to uh, i think never do that again they sent me they sent me a letter and everything when i when i get home i'll post it um and the, the kicker is well i i want to i i don't want to lose the job but i i've got a, a couple responses to the letter i was sent by axw and um i think it'll be really funny it depends what what they think um but i think my responses will be very funny I I don't doubt it at all. One of my favorite promos you ever did is you were that you're doing like I call the car promo where like someone just sits in their car and they're like, yes. here's why I'm going to beat you. And da, 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 da. You started off like that. You're like dead serious. When I show up this weekend and then you're like, oh, and then you zoom out and you're on the toilet. Yes. <laughs> I was also very politely asked to never shoot toilet promos by a promoter before also. You should shoot every promo on the toilet. I think that should be your bit. That's, you know, that was kind of where I was headed. I wanted to do, I remember watching uh, Batman 89 and there's a scene where the Joker is talking to, uh, I think he's talking to Vicki Vale when he breaks into her apartment and he's like, I was in the bathtub the other day and I had this thought and I thought, man, like that would be a great way to start a promo. Just in the bathtub 
like playing with toys or doing doing like whatever. But just be in I the am the show. shampoo and I yeah. am the conditioner. And and you know, it was after I would say it was after my mother had died, my my then wife, now ex-wife and I were were and son were we moved back with my father to make sure he didn't go bad shit crazy. As a result, we all went bad shit crazy. Um, but I thought, man, it would be great then too if I could like cut a promo in the bathroom and have them walk in on me. I might have my dad start ripping me apart about how I, I don't contribute to the house. Like <laughs> my wife's out there mowing the lawn. I'm like, well, I got allergies and just yeah. totally put myself down a peg, like cut this super serious promo. And, and then all of a sudden, nice catch. All of a sudden, just like get brought back to reality and then like end the promo. But like accidentally send it like i guess we have to delete that oh shit no not send boop and like send it <laughs> um because i just i think that they're funny and a lot of times and especially as a heel because a lot of times there's so many heels that don't want to put themselves under yeah um but that's because they weren't trained properly and they don't understand that that's the heel's job is to go under and put the baby face over um and like that's one thing, and I think that's what gets me in trouble. Then is where my buddy's like, "Oh, brother, you're too big. You shouldn't be taking those bumps." Like that's that's the job. Like that's that's the goal, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of been a fun thing to play with, but I, but definitely, I you know we'll take the long way back to answer that question. You know, working in Lewistown was definitely the moment i realized like yeah this is like i've i've got this figured out i think i i think i know how to do this now and i did a couple ring of honor seminars where they like showed you they really showed me how to work as a baby face and then like after that it was on you know and and, and then i was like oh yeah baby faces also sell some merch too you know because gone to the days of the heel getting 20 percent of the baby faces you know merch cut um so it, it kind of smartened me up to a little bit of business um, but it really taught me how to like how to work as a baby face and it was so much fun um and like now that i kind of figured out like the gimmick um <laughs> it, it became so much easier to just all right yeah this is how i want to approach this match this is how i want to approach this match all right this match should probably be a little more uh, so we can do that um and now like in a tag team it's cool because it's something i've never done before and i don't have a whole lot of experience with so getting to work tag teams like we work South Philly's finest, Shane Malif and I um, learned a shitload from those guys. Uh, we worked um, uh, AK Willis and his tag partner, whose name is escaping me. Uh, but we worked them, learned a shitload from those guys. Uh, the Beastmasters learned a lot from them just just by working with these different tags who have either been tag teams for a while or have been in a lot of tag team matches. Like I think the, the beast masters, maybe I think one guy was filling in, um, but still worked a lot of tag team stuff, like with another partner. So it was real easy for those guys to kind of come together. And it was really nice to just kind of sit under their learning tree and absorb all, you know, the info that, that they had to give us. You know what tag team I miss? Remember the pain brothers? Yeah, the old, uh, the old outbreak call back there. The Payne Bros. I ran into Kyle Payne. God, where were we? Dude, the pain. So my first ever outbreak show, I was hooked because of you and the Payne Bros. I was like, oh, these That's are awesome. my favorite. They were like, you guys are my favorite guys there. The pain, Actually, pain the first show I ever fantastic. went to, 
the first show I ever went to, first independent show ever, was uh, AXW in the Pottsville Firehouse, and it was so tight in there and so little, like the good, yeah. And um, the first match of the card was Sammy Pandora versus uh, Vanity uh, or Wrestle Bay, uh, and and the whole time I was cheering the heels, and I was I was drunk as shit. <laughs> I just hear Sammy Pandora, and I'm thinking Pandora. What can I do to like? She's the good guy, so I'm gonna boo her. But what can I say that would like be the heckle line? And I remember she's beating, and I didn't know Vanity or or Russell Bay's move set or what she does, and I didn't know she does this move. And I kind of set her up as a fan because I kept just chanting, "Break her box." break her box and she puts her in the corner and crushes her with a shattered dreams and the place erupted that's awesome that's yeah. awesome yeah the blue meanie was there i remember that was that was my first independent wrestling show yep. that's sweet that's awesome um but yeah i ran into i ran into kyle Payne. Oh, we gave vine vox the biggest pop of his life too because he came out and we're like our drunk song was um is Montley Crew's "Kickstart My Heart"? So oh, he comes yeah. running out to Montley Crew, and my whole section just you guys are going bananas. And we're singing, we're like, "Yeah, Kickstart My Heart!" Yeah, it was really great. It was a great night, great night. But go ahead, Kyle Payne. <laughs> so I ran into Kyle Payne. I was doing a show uh, with Pat Shamrock as another gimmick. He he wanted to do. Uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, blah, blah, I, I know you do. Uh, you know, you're kind of kind of out. Just wondering if you know maybe you wanted to do do one with me. I'm kind of." Going, going out on my end, and uh, just wonder if you'd want to do that French Canadian gimmick again. You know, if you want, you want to bring out old Duke Lapel. And I thought, yeah, what the hell? Why not? It didn't take a whole lot of convincing. And uh, we went through, and and you know, we worked everything up. And then uh, I get there, and I show up. I'm unloading my stuff. And I'm thinking, who is this giant handsome man? And it turned out it was it was Kyle. So I walked right up to him, and I took a picture, and I sent it to his wife. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! He's here, uh, and it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun um, to just sit yeah. back and kick it with those guys. So we'll kind of only question I want to ask this one because I don't know the actual answer to, and if it's if it's too personal or you don't you're not willing to reveal it, you don't have to answer this. But what what made you turn the boots in that night uh, at the oh. Hamburg Fieldhouse and, and walk away for a while? dick cancer it was so big it just got too hard to put into my trunks and i wasn't about to go back to tights i spent way too much money on a spray tan um no i was i was going through custody issues with my kid and not like not like severe stuff nothing like no horror stories um oh that's my water bottle i want that and yeah i I would much rather be dad any day of the week and watch my kids suck at sports and sit around and eat oranges (laughs) you know and (laughs) And I'd much rather do that than than be at house, right? That's that's so, the clip. That's the clip. So, yeah, just... that's, that's that's the tagline. <laughs> so we go and we, you know, I I I, I turn him in, and that's that. And then months on the road, he's like, "Daddy, when are we ever going to go to another wrestling show?" I was like, "Let Daddy make some calls, boy. We'll get it going." So I started back up, and now every time I have a show, the kids at his fucking mom's house for the weekend. And you know, it's just, I, I think since his mom and I have been divorced, he's been to three shows and I've probably had like 50 matches and he, he's been to three of them just, just cause that's the way the weekends work out. Yeah. Um, 
but I also try not to book a whole lot when he's here because those are long days. You know, he's yeah nine, so it's it's tough. You know, it's tough to hold his concentration, and I, I don't want you know I, I've never wanted him to be a burden on anybody. You know, I didn't want him to um to become somebody else has to watch him or I have to bring him, you know, br- bring him, bring him somewhere for the show or whatever, and have him like sit, sit in a corner or something like that. But yeah, you know, I wasn't, he I, at the one show where he was just beating the shit out of everybody in the locker room. Yeah, that was one. Yeah. And then he yep. did, he did two others. Um, he did two others where, uh, we were, one was in like Mr. Stacks for Jamal. Uh, for Seven Mountains, and another one was in York. What's up, buddy? You want to say hello? I'm doing a podcast. You want to say hello to everybody? Hello. What up, dude? Anthony. Anthony Blackwell Jr. There it is. I did see a hit. It was awesome. You got a hit. Can I pitch to you? Right now, you want me to pitch to you? Yeah, we can pitch a little bit. We can wrap, we can wrap it up. We can wrap I'll pitch it up. It. Well, buddy, why don't we wait till everybody leaves so that nobody judges Daddy's terrible pitching form? This could be a terrible idea. We did this before; I hit him twice. <laughs> but you know, it's part of the game. He's got to get tough. He's yeah. got to get tough. Um, that was that was it. You know, he he uh, you know he he was kind of asking about it, and I thought, well, yeah, we could probably we could probably do some. And then some turned into a little, and then some turned into, ah, you know, I got tendonitis in both my Achilles tendons, and, you know, this, yeah, was pushing 300 pounds. And uh, I was like, well, maybe I should. Patrick, is that you? Ugh, brand new helmet. I swear to God, this kid. <laughs> I tell you. Tell they're you. cheap, right? They're super cheap. Helmets. Oh, yeah, yeah. So all this equipment is just. <laughs> 12, 12, 13 bucks at Ames. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah it's not. Um, <laughs> fucking $80 helmet. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it should be. Tax write off yeah. with, with my work credit card or something. Um, <laughs> but no, so we you know, we did that. And then I thought, ah, yeah, I'm kind of banged up, kind of beaten up. And, and maybe after a while, like it'll kind of go away. And I started working out again, hitting the gym. I lost some weight. And I just, I've been feeling really good. Like all my aches and pains have kind of gone away. Um, and then it was like, yeah, you know, maybe this can kind of be a thing again and I can go and do some stuff. And then my buddy was like, oh, Bubba, we should be a tag team, Laszlo. I was like, uh, yeah, that could be, that could work. Like, we don't have to do as much. We'll both have less time. Um, you know, it'll be, it'll be a little easier on our bodies physically. This is a great idea. And, you know, Laszlo's pretty big too. So then it was like, well, who the hell is going to book us as a tag team because we're so big? And then they did a show in Hamburg. Laszlo was there. I went to say hi, ran into Kevin, and Kevin was like, hey, uh, how are you feeling? I go, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. He goes, good. Uh, next month, you and Laszlo tag team? You run out and save him and then blah, 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 blah? Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I guess that's that's what we're gonna do. And then ever since then, we've kind of just been like going. Um, and it's it's been a fucking blast. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, guys are you guys have nice a lot of fun chemistry. Not, 
and it's it's genuine. You know, we don't have to fake it. We we hang out uh, after the show. We hang out before the show. We go out and um, you know, we we'll go out drinking. We'll go out and you know, get some cigars and just and just hang out. And it's all genuine stuff and in the ring. And I think that's what a lot of folks um, relate to because we have a really genuine relationship where we, we don't have to fake it. And when we, um, I'm going to peg him with this ball <laughs> Bop right in the brain. You know, when, when we're in the ring, I think that that reads through that reads through and it, and it makes sense to people that, Oh, like, okay. These, like these guys are buddies. And I think that that's, um, like that's that guy's got a huge dick. Um, <laughs> I, that, like that's what like that's what made me really like the outlaws. Like those guys hang out. Like those guys party together. Those guys fuck. Like those so guys here's, are solid. Here's what I think you guys should do. And I'm nobody. So this is my pitch, though. Is is Laszlo should speak <laughs> as little to no English as possible as a character. Like none, and you just act like you know what he's saying, but also he's pure cut and like pure, like no party, no nothing, and you're just trying to corrupt him the whole time. Like that's that exactly be what we wanted to do. We want, I wanted, I wanted to take him like to strip clubs, and he'd be like, no, to the gym. Oh yeah, this this is a gym right here. You know, they yeah. got all they got all kinds of things in here, all kinds of things in here that we can we can lift. The and promos would be amazing. And pull and push, and you know. Bob and Weave, and he goes, he goes, the promos, Bubba, the promos we would cut are yeah. so, would be so good. And like, I was like him curling, yeah, and you're just drinking beer. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would yeah. want to go and get, oh, God, I would want to go and get, like, milkshakes, and he'd want to be at the gym. So it was very much like, all right, well, I'm Road Dog and you're Billy Gunn. You know, you, you want to train, and I'll I'll run my mouth. I'll talk shit, and you'll get us out of it. Um, and it was kind of funny that, you know, like Kevin had a similar idea, and Lazlo had a similar idea, and I was kind of thinking the same thing ahead of time. So it was it was nice that we were all, you know, kind of like from the start on on the same page. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. That's exactly how that should have been booked. So everyone that was on that said that that's that's genius um so where can people find you on social media or our upcoming shows um i'm gonna be at valor pro wrestling um at the york revolution stadium on may 20th um axw's next show in june i'll be at and i mean snapchat the twitter uh not twitter that's the only i don't have snapchat um instagram facebook uh, what's the other one that's in the news all the time? TikTok. Um, I've got all of that. Folks can follow me there. I have absolutely no idea what each one of my screen names is though, because they're all a little different. They all revolve around spaghetti. Um, yeah. What's up with the spaghetti ref? Like what's up with the edible? So I got, I got picked out as a kid a lot. Go figure. And, uh, Eddie spaghetti or meatballs are ready. was the common easy boy. Okay. Was the common? Now, uh, you know what mine was a kid because the nineties. Uh, Tony Baloney was a big one, or uh, Bony Tony. Or I'm Bony. I'm, I'm uh, Tony Baloney. Like, you're Tony Bony now, brother. Yeah, you're yeah. Boning okay. those rats, brother. Yeah, that's what I'm about, right? <laughs> Everybody loves ABJ. You know what I'm saying? Yes. 
If anyone has any questions, we are getting close to the end here. So make sure you guys get them in now because I I don't want to keep them too much longer. But uh, Hunter Dillon in the chat says, if you could write a letter to younger Ed House, what would it say? Uh, Don't wrestle. Don't wrestle. (laughs) Don't don't watch wrestling. Uh, Don't be friends with Trav Steinle, who got me into wrestling. Um, What else? Uh, Stay away from redheads. Uh, no, you know, I, I think it would probably be you ready because it's common. I'm bringing the heat on this one. It would definitely be, you know, um, take care of your body, train, uh, rehab that ACL when you tear it properly. Um, that's it. Keep on your toes. Ball can come at any time. I almost just pegged the kid in the fucking head. Um, <laughs> you know, and if, if you're, if you're going to get into the business and you're a dude, You've got to look like a wrestler. It's a cosmetic industry, and the higher you go, the higher you want to go, the better you have to look. And it doesn't matter how good you are or any of that shit. Well, you can look a little unpleasing, like are like cosmetically not pleasing, but you That's better true. have a personality like Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, if you if you don't have a body, you better have a mouth. Yeah. Um, and that's both true for men and women, but for two totally different reasons. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I, you know what? I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's, you know, everybody was shocked at the whole Vince McMahon thing, uh, except the boys. Yeah, everybody, everybody was shocked knew. except the boys. Like, come on, give me a break. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's what I would say. I would say take care of your body and figure out what you want to do, what your role in the business is. You know, nothing wrong with being a weekend guy, but you got to be honest with yourself. If you're going to be a weekend guy, you're going to get a weekend guy spot. If you want to be a top guy, you got to do top guy work. Um, I am very happy being a weekend guy. As you can see, I'm getting blown up from picking up baseballs and pitching poorly to a nine-year-old. Um, you know, I'm very okay being a weekend guy um, who's tried to be – you know, a, a top guy at every company, um, which is probably a little bit of a long answer, but that's, that's the gist of it. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Well, Ed, thank you so much for doing this and taking time away and playing catch while we're doing it. I love this. This is the best podcast ever, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't have it any other way. And I appreciate you taking time out during your kid's game to do the podcast and hang out with me, man. And, and doing it in general. I, like I said, man, you're, you, you are one of the top entertaining guys in the area, just insanely charismatic, insanely funny. And just backstage, very, very, uh, very giving. And, and, and you've given me a lot of advice and a lot of like ways to handle things in the business. You were my first ever backstage interview we talked about earlier where oh. it was just like where i just said curse as much as you possibly can so i can learn I'll how to video edit and you went off and then i wanted to do an interview with yams who shot blew his knee out that night and yeah. he couldn't stand up so i did you came in and did the interview as yams with yams sitting right off camera and i was so bad at I, this is where i learned i can never be a backstage interviewer because i just broke i laughed i was staring right at yams and him laughing and i was laughing and i and then um what made me walk away is you're doing the whole i'm yams the working man doing your thing and you're like that answer your fucking question and i just and then you like cut right back and it has you mother 
like you continued the first <laughs> promo. So like your I first promo, that. you you blew up because Yams and Chubby Daddy teamed up and screwed you out of a title shot. So then the whole thing is, is you were trying to say like you were you want your title shot back. So then you, you came know, in I as think Yams. that was the same night. I think that's the same night that Chubby Daddy was with my kid too. Yep. Yep. Uh he came you then you came into the yams promo and then cut right back to angry ed house from the last promo and you're like yep. and you mother you're starting cursing and you're like someone take the microphone before i throw it baby yeah because we had just gotten <laughs> we had gotten the the thing in the the show too good job today buddy good game i love you yeah. Have a kiss for the world to see there we go like a real man like a real man <laughs> tom, if tom brady can kiss his kid so can you that's true hey see you buddy i love you see you greg yeah, yeah. What's tomorrow? Oh, that's right. It's Friday tomorrow. Yep. Oh, pictures on Saturday. Did you get a haircut? Nice. You have no idea. There's a fucking mess. Been in that <laughs> baseball hat for fucking three hours now. It's a fucking disaster. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, yeah. that, that working, Yams the Working Man promo was probably my best work. Yeah. When I, whenever really, I get yeah. to pretend to be somebody else i usually have a pretty good time and you were mumbling the music and i remember as soon as we cut the music you were still in character and you go because you walked out a set of doors and then we had to let you back in and you literally came back to the door and you looked and i was right in the face and he goes one other question how did you get the best fucking music in this fucking company yeah because like, <laughs> that was back when like ryan wanted everybody to use uh non-licensed music yeah it was which everyone should or some bullshit like that and he didn't want to pay copyrights for like the beastie boys or whatever yep. the fuck anybody was using. and it's that you're at an age now where if you try to upload your 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 shows to like youtube or the internet and if it has copyrighted music it'll mute your show yeah yeah, yeah so it'll fu- it'll fuck your stuff right up so you know we did we did some of that and i'm thinking like this fucking guy's got the best goddamn tune I was like, they are best friends so i guess yeah. it kind of makes sense yeah, yeah. but he's got the best fucking theme music and i thought always thought that was bullshit <laughs> yeah he picked it out himself oh fuck all he did your ass is purple he yeah he, he picked somebody it up somebody it somebody he had a first he had the first round it. pick he had the first round pick that's what it was he got yeah. he got first crack at all the the ryan vox uh promoter music that Vox <laughs> didn't want to use. And that's what that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I love it. Ed, thank you so much. We had I had an absolute blast. Uh, everyone go follow Ed on all social media. It's something Ed and Spaghetti, but we have it all down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the comment says this guy said fucking eight times in 12 seconds, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, more people need to book <laughs> Ed House. I, I need to do commentary on more Ed House matches. Uh Yam had Yam had a match with Rebel and it was taken down because of Rebel's music. That's uh, weird. I thought it would have gotten taken down because Rebel's a fucking scumbag, but who knew? <laughs> that that might have been a thing too. But uh yeah, so definitely go check that out. And listen, my last plug, because I'm about to play some music as well. If you need your own music and you don't want copyright hits. The guy who does my all my podcast music, the Converse Kid, is in my link tree below. Hit him up if you need music. If you're in, the, if you're a podcaster, if you're a wrestler, if anything like that, he can hook you up with really good music. He has very affordable prices, and he literally plays every single instrument that you're gonna hear on this outro. And this is the Converse Kid, Ed House, episode fifty-five. Thank you, brother, so much. Double nickel, uh, buddy. Anytime. I apologize. I know it was uh, 
it was a little hairy here, but I uh, I appreciate no, you sticking perfect. with me and, and us working this out tonight, man. Audio was perfect. Uh, I I thought it was a cool moment. Nice backdrop, like sunset going on behind look you. At that. Look at that. It writes itself. Yeah. You but, can uh, hear the the, co the collective the collective uh, squish of women's seats with the sunset in the background. There it is. Just moistening, glistening, <laughs> rainbows in living rooms from sea to shining sea. Oh, and, and if you need cock art, uh, hit up yeah. Ed House. He does yeah. great cock art. Absolutely, cock you gotta art. You got to start posting that more again. We need to bring. You know, it back. I I think I might I might do like a monthly reminder of Cocktober, um, which all started because I follow a lot of artists on Instagram and they do yeah. Inktober, and I'm like, that's stupid. It don't even rhyme. Yeah. It should at least rhyme like October, uh, sock to Cocktober. It's like, oh my god, I'll draw thirty dicks. This will be yeah. perfect. And for the first three years, I, my Instagram would get shut down. <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't, uh, like the bots would hack me. Yeah. So then I slowly had to think, well, maybe if I'm, cause I'm drawing like actual dick, maybe if I gimmick it up a little bit. And then one year I made it the whole year through and I'm like, this is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And then the next year I tried it again and I got halfway through and work got crazy. And then I tried again. This was last year or the year before with all horror stuff. And I got like 12 days in and they shut it down. And then last year I made it the whole year. I made it the whole way through. I might have to commission you for a special ABJ uh, Cocktober art piece of art. I would love a BJ cock art. Yeah. I'm going to hang it up Assignment. on my wall. Yeah. That's, that we need to figure <laughs> something out. All right. Well, here's some Converse kid. We'll see you guys next time. We are live back again. Uh, what is this? The fourth. So yep. the next episode, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. Next episode, the eighth, which is I believe was is that is that Monday? Monday the eighth. Believe so. Seven p.m. He was in the chat. Ryan Vox will be the next Ooh. guest on the ABJ podcast. Uh, dude's been supportive of of me as a content creator and watched me go from the content creator to commentary to. <clears throat> You name it in this business. I think I've t I've done everything but get in the ring and take a bump. Um, we, when it comes to production and everything, I've, I've rung bells. I've done it all. But uh, yeah, very supportive the entire time. Excited to have him on Monday. Uh, then the next one after that will be Deshaun Pratt on the 9th. Mm -hmm. So that'll be the next day on Tuesday. And then that Thursday will be Jay the Key Evans, which is a dude out of the Florida area. Very, very talented. But we'll see you guys then with three amazing interviews next week. We're, we're grinding away. This is going to be a really busy month. And the, next, the following month, we're going to go back to just probably two a week and, and call it a day. But thank you, everyone, who's been listening and supporting. If you're on Spotify as well, make sure you leave or any audio source. Leave a review. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, make sure you hit the likes, the shares. Get it out there. Uh, those likes and algorithms help out more than you know. And we'll see you on Monday with Ryan Box. Here's the Converse Kid, and we're out of here.